supposed to be for ordinary teenagers. The So now that you guys have brought me in, let me get this straight. I'm CEO of Saturday Morning Tuesdays now, yeah? Is that what's happening? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. we're looking to you for leadership and... Hiring and firing. Yeah, like really, really nitty-gritty creative decisions that we want to make, but you decide you're going to make, right? Oh. Well then, then just officially, let me let me fire all of you really quickly. Okay, okay. you're all fired. Oh man, cool. Shit. Now I would like to now called Patrick Town. I would I would <laughs> no I, I would like to personally all rehire you to my new podcast Saturday morning Tuesdays. Well, oh my god, that's so uh, cool. And um, what are we gonna yeah, be doing? I just. Oh, you're gonna be uh, doing. I don't. I don't get into the. I'm the big picture guy. Uh, so oh, you guys okay. obviously know the small Tell picture stuff. Tell us what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's a podcast. It's a podcast where you watch Saturday morning cartoons. Who does that? Uh, uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah, that's one idea. Yeah, this is We're a real to, intro, Austin. <laughs> we are trying to get Tim the Toolman Taylor in. Yeah. Wow, that's very important. That's really yeah. good. I think I'm gonna uh, duck out. I, I'm not super interested. You're not in. No. Oh, okay. Well, oh. uh, what if I paid you double everybody else? You sold. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Austin's well, in. Well, uh, uh, we, we my writer. That I want a peach every episode. I want one fresh peach. <laughs> <laughs> You 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 buy the peaches and you send me the receipts and I will reimburse you, Rory. That seems like a really reasonable yeah. way to go about this. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. What if cool. what if there's a world in which we actually did an intro? Oh, uh, yeah. we tried. You didn't say who you were. Oh shoot. Well, <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, I'm I'm hot hot Charles for the day. Hello, my name's Hot. My name's Hot Charles. This is not gonna work. Uh, do you want to take that one again? <laughs> you just do like a take two with truth. My name's Andy. Of lies? <laughs> I'm I'm Andy, and this is a this is a, a really crazy is a really crazy extra like Saturday episode of our show. Whoa, bizarro world. Oh, Saturday morning Saturdays. Oh snaps! Uh, kick it over to Austin. Yeah, I am Austin, and uh, I'm over in Portland, and I've got a friend, but we'll get to that in a second. Over to you, Rory. Hey guys, it's Rory. Oh, Rory. What happened? I like you. You're just great. Oh, hey there. Nothing happened. And you, you know, you got a new mic? Yeah. I did. I got a sexy new actual microphone. We're going to hear all your more, hear no all more your $5 microphone. Oh, you can hear all my <laughs> decibels. You can hear you can hear the throaty lows of my throat honks. Were you t- <laughs> were you talking into a big gulp before? <laughs> It's just two wires plugged into a. <laughs> uh, it's our, it's our, it's our motto here. It's no decibel left behind. Um, yeah. Okay, and Speaking then we have guests today. Leaving anybody behind? Yeah. Uh, hey, Patrick. Yeah. We've got a guest named Patrick, and he's our friend, and he's with me here because he doesn't have a microphone at home. I don't. He sits on my on Austin's lap. For microphones. This is a real charity case. We back, found him. Back to the g- big gulps. I do have a couple of cans and some string. But okay. that's as that's as close as I ever got. I have a fifty dollar microphone, so I'm gonna hard wow. pass. Look at look at the you know. <laughs> well, then I'm, I'm gonna say dropping dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is King Midas's fortune, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna borrow twenty five dollars. 
that's okay, okay with you. Yeah, yeah whatever. Okay. Let's do it. So we're we're here today to discuss uh, because today being September twenty third, which is exactly the day it is right now, the one that we're Ooh-wee. releasing this on, uh, is the day that the new Ducktales show starts regular airing with its second episode. Uh, and in light of that, we wanted to sort of, uh, you know, do a little companion episode and talk about the old DuckTales from 1987 and the new DuckTales from, you know, right now. And uh, do a little little compare and contrast, talk about how they both opened their shows. Um, this yeah. has been a really exciting intro that we just did. Uh, I love it. I don't know where Kyle is going to start it. Hopefully as beginning as possible. <laughs> well, whatever happens. <laughs> yeah, whatever happens, fun. happens. Uh, I do want to say, so if this is the first time you're listening to our show, because, you know, you... Because you're on that sweet DuckTales hype. You had that to look up new DuckTales hype. podcasts, and that's right? how you found us. Right. And you, you know, you get scared away by other things. We're Saturday morning, Tuesdays, and we normally record uh, episodes talking about three different shows. And three but different sometimes, shows in a series. Sometimes... We'll do a little special. That's what this is. So we recommend that you check we in our show notes. We should have links to places you can watch or obtain the episodes we're going to talk about. Obtain them. Yes. We watched the first episode of both shows. So the episode one of 1987 is called The Treasure of the Golden Suns. Colon. Don't give up the ship. Don't give up the ship. Yeah. Uh, And then don't give up that ship. And then the first episode of the DuckTales 2017 show is called Is um, it? <laughs> that, is a, that is a double episode. Yeah, so it, it is a double really episode. Is. Effectively two episodes. Yeah. So and that is right. totally free on YouTube and and like legally on YouTube as well. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bold move. And a first for Saturday morning Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the first one. Let's talk about yeah. old DuckTales. Like As I mentioned before, the episode was called Don't Give Up the Ship, which is part one of a sort of five-part uh, arc about El Capitan. Yeah, talk about, that's a pretty extreme like way to open up your show. Five-part episode. Right? Yeah, it yeah. aired originally just on the Disney Channel as a movie. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, they just went boom, 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 boom. Uh, but, you know, it is... it is uh, Five episodes is a, it's a lot for us to, to expect us to watch for one episode of a podcast, so we just yeah, did we didn't one. Do uh, the very first Take one. Take that, Disney. Now... I, I did do that, yeah, though. Patrick, I watched all five. Watch all, five. So all right, he will, we'll, we'll he will look have to you for context. I'll have a yeah. little summary of the of the set of the last four. That'll help. Yeah. Uh, speaking of summaries, I have one of this first episode. Great. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Donald Duck joins the Navy and sends his nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie off to live with his uncle, Scrooge McDuck. Meanwhile, a mysterious man named El Capitan busts the Beagle Boys out of jail to help him steal an awkward treasure map and. Scrooge's possession. It's gonna be great. Did it literally say awesome. awkward treasure map in the in the summary? It it may have. You know, I copied and pasted it and I read it, and this is the first time I've said it out with my mouth my mouth words, <laughs> and the word awkward is awkward in there. Huh? That's yeah, strange. Weird. Yeah, I don't know how that ended summary. up in there. Well, this is some awkward of the this is, treasure map. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what an awkward map. Well, this is this is the first uh, mystery of Saturday Morning Tuesday so far. Then I don't know how that word sneaked its way in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's our first episode. Uh, do we want to talk about the cartoon intro, the one everyone knows? Yeah, I think we. Gotta how start. about that theme song? Yeah, it has lasted the real test of time. 
it it's, sure has. it's it's one of the best cartoon theme songs it's like certainly an, one of the like best the known. b-side of abbey road it's so freaking good yeah i mean it's, oh, it's like you can bump it you can bump it it's a hollow notes banger that's like <laughs> really yeah. you know? I've, I've never found myself banging to a, a cartoon theme song on the reg as Get much out. as ducktales as much as ducktales <laughs> okay the, with the qualifier i'm okay with you again you can come right on back in all right yeah thanks. yeah Zip on back on in here, boy. Um, uh, what I love about the intro is back, how literally... Back on Daddy's lap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how literal the theme song, like, just the imagery is. Uh, uh-huh. Like, when they say race cars, lasers, airplanes, like, we get them. The, yeah, those yeah, those lasers. are in there. We get those things. When they say history, we get a medieval helmet. Yeah. When they when say there's, there's danger behind you, there's a d- mummy d- d- behind d- you. D- d- danger. Yeah, d- 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 danger right behind you. It's a mummy. And then he runs yeah. after them when they say he's out to find you. Like it is, it is hilarious how literal it is. But that kind yeah. of made it fun and probably easier for them to memorize the lyrics. Honestly, well, and it sets the tone like a motherfucker too. Yes, you know we're gonna know we're gonna get mummies. You kind of have to yeah. know ahead. <laughs> it makes so many promises. This this intro and yeah, if I remember correctly, it delivers on most of those yeah, visual on strangers promises. danger. Oh, uh, Stranger Danger is a heavy theme yeah. yes. in this cartoon. <laughs> that is, that's definitely true also. So I, I I quite enjoy it. I have been humming it for the last week and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. really great. Yeah, so then we go into the show. Oh, boy. It is, it is, this show is 30 years old. And this is not a new thought because 30 years worth of people have had this thought you can't swim in money. <laughs> you no. can't. You can't swim in coins. Get no, not like flat, coins. Not when they're flat objects that you know <laughs> that stack. Stack. Yeah, there's there's no <laughs> space for that to happen. No, you die. I think. Yeah. I mean, you know how late I am when I think Family Guy already did that joke. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they so, did. But I mean, they, to this. they mentioned. It. Uh, we're like on top of it even from the first movie uh, patrick you you turn into you turn into a cartoon robot for about a minute <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah that whole thing sounded like <laughs> could you understand what i was saying or? no it no. was literally I love it. <laughs> bleeps and bloops so weird <laughs> Well, well, all I was saying is that they they address Scrooge's swimming through money in the first TV movie, like the 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 nephews see him do it, and one of them remarks, "Like, oh, how how does he do that?" Yeah, it's true. It, it's known as like a. It's acknowledged that it's just sort of a Scroogean tick. Like when you get that miserly, you gain superpowers. Mm-hmm. At you least, just, at least within your within the realm of your own money. Fair. Yeah. Could be that his bones have some kind of like weird, <laughs> <laughs> or like all of the water off the duck's back is able to like lubricate the coins. Yeah. <laughs> water off the duck's back. Yeah, he's just preening uh, every day. I'll, I'll I'll be on that cannon with you. Yeah. So uh, so generally this this whole episode right? So John Donald joins the Navy, which is fun and sort of dates this show. 
for he sure. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, like they change it for the new one, but like you can't just join the Navy now and have that be like, a, I'm off for an adventure. Like you join the mm -hmm. Navy, people are like thinking about the Middle East, yeah. um, like war, all sorts of shit. So he joins the Navy to go see the world and he just kind of pawns off his nephews to his great uncle. Uh, Which, let's be honest, you know, we don't know where their mom is. <laughs> yeah, no. They are used to getting pawned. Or but dad. That, that can't be. Oh, yeah. Mom and or dad. Yeah. They're not, neither of them is in the picture. Right. No. They've already no, been pawned only, off. Ducks only have an uncle-nephew relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to I wanna back up really quick to just the very beginning of the show after the theme ends. And I right. think it's our introduction of Scrooge. Yeah. And it yeah. gives this kind of really clear introduction of who Scrooge is. And it begins that was fun. Like, I liked it. Yeah, he's a real dick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he's a real dick. He's a classic Scrooge, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. He really leans into the Ebenezer yes. Scrooge namesake. In this case, the miserly aspect. Um, we see him talk to a lot of people. We see him sort of interact with other people. Penny and for the poor? Yeah. They're not worth it. <laughs> right. Like, that's like his first, like... You know, we get that look at him and his, you know, his flaws as far as like how he relates to other people. Oh, yeah. Get uh, as much things as for as free as you can. Mm -hmm. The cheese yeah. plate of yeah. cheese. Yeah, he grabs the cheese plate only because it's free. Yep. Um, and so we kind of get an idea of how he's so rich is <laughs> just how <laughs> extremely miserly he is. Well, you know, at this point we had some technical problems and uh, we decided to fix them real fast. So I'm really sorry for the, 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 the momentary break in the action, but we are back right now and I'm Scrooge McDuck, really the real one. I'm, I came I came onto the podcast. It's a really good voice and I'm, I'm done. Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> can I eat chips while you record this? What? <laughs> no, I want to eat chips. Mom uh, and cut. That's a wrap. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll just start over with my conversation about um, about Scrooge. Scrooge. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing, uh, this is something I noticed actually. Me and uh, Patrick one time for shits and glags uh, watched an episode of <laughs> The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh my god. And, and I want to know where uh, you're going with this. Well, <laughs> there was such a strange like reverse version of um i guess the status quo like like the sort of lesson of the episode was that it's a, it's not your fault you're rich everybody should should give it have an equal opportunity to be uh treated like a normal person even if they're super rich like mm. the kind of like there's there's a sympathizer quality like like an attitude they understand about their audience is that they're gen probably well to do and they uh -huh. don't want to rock that boat. And <laughs> hmm. 87 kind of didn't have that. We, you know, we have movies. Uh, their movies are not, are not like, you know, rich sympathizer movies. No. <laughs> the Caddyshack uh, yeah. philosophy of, the, <laughs> the, you know, the snob, the snobs across the lake. Yeah. So I guess that was my point was that in, in the DuckTales thing, they, uh, we're having a little fun with how rich he is, but it's at his expense, not the, not, uh not glorifying his his wealth yeah he's right. clearly making the wrong choice with every person he interacts with mm -hmm. yeah though yeah okay so i have a i have a, a real serious question about this okay. world uh their butler's name is duckworth I am, <laughs> yep uh, yeah he I know is where a you're going. dog yep 
That man is a dog. Yeah, I don't. In, in I mean, I was gonna say, did he marry into the name? But that seems really <laughs> not eighty-seven, right? Unless like his mom or dad married in, or mom married into. I don't even know. I don't know how this works. So, did his mom marry a duck? I guess is the, what I'm asking. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I know in this world it seems like you're either some kind of bird or a dog. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is sort of a weird, you know. Uh, dichotomy that seems never explored, but uh, <laughs> most of the DuckTales canon all comes from comics ranging back to like the 30s. That's true. So, you know, a lot of the stuff in DuckTales is all pulled directly from the comics. Uh, so, you know, I guess take it up with, you know, <laughs> the 1940s Some or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, but I mean, you know, like, if you want to go all the way back to say like duck hunt, the video game, like dogs hunt ducks. And for some reason there's been some sort of duck dog truce and they've now, <laughs> they now live in harmony. Yeah. And you know, so I'm sure it's down the line. Duckworth was at some point, you know, adopted or married yeah. into a duck family. Oh, you know, I like the adoption story. I like to think mm -hmm. that a nice duck, you know, a duck and a, and his, and his duck wife, found out they couldn't conceive and they adopted a, a poor little dog orphan. <laughs> yeah, and then and he I like that. worthy of ducks. Right, and then he, he built himself orphan. up. He built up a real life for himself. And now to he's a servant. servant. Yeah, to, to buttle. <laughs> oh, um, buttling. So, so chronologically, after Scrooge's introduction, we meet Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, all have the same voice. Oh, oh, yeah, they all do the Donald Duck voice. Yeah, well, it's like it's like a it's like halfway between a Donald Duck voice and like what you might consider I don't know a normal voice. Yeah, because it's comprehensible. <laughs> you can actually yeah. hear what they're saying compared yeah. to Donald. But, but also the annoying factor is pretty voiced. pretty pretty up up there. Yeah, but also literally voiced by the same yeah, voice actor. Yeah, actress. yeah. Oh, Tony Anselmo. Yeah. Uh, is he is he the one doing it in in the original Ducktales? I don't remember how far back he goes. Uh, the so the voice for Donald is the same guy. Right, exactly. Yes. Uh, for both shows, but the voices for Huey, Dewey, and Louie we're saying are all the same actress. She's oh, doing right. all Got three it. of them. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Yeah, no, that I mean that makes total sense because they really make no effort to differentiate them as like outside of their colors. No, they're a single yeah. character. They're yeah, one yeah. character and, with three voices. And I could not tell. I did not know which one was which mm. at all for the first no. episode because the first person to say their names is Donald. And yeah. you can't Jimmy? understand it. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So I, I like started making educated guesses, like when they would say their own names eventually. Right. Like, the thing, and and, yeah. and it unlike, took like process of elimination for me to really get well, it down. Not only do they have the same voice, they they just get not a, they don't get a single identifying characteristic. There's not like the angry one or the quiet one or the one yeah. who talks about books. Like you just get nothing. And they literally out. come to the same conclusions at the same time. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> like they figure out where the Beagle Boys are hiding out, and they shout it together. Yeah, yeah unison. Yeah, <laughs> but like I trying will say, to, trying to fuse. I will say the voice that they do have is iconic. I mean, it's so it's a great voice. It's you know, you hear it as soon as you hear it. You're like, yeah, that's right. That feels right. But no, they're not. They're not like you know, individual or special yeah. in any way. No. But uh, they do. They they are so darn cute. Those little duck boys. Uncle Donald. Uncle Donald. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're so cute. I just want to hug them. 
well, so so pretty pretty soon they realize that they're not gonna get any ounce of attention from Scrooge. He shuts them in a room and has right. uh, has Duckworth sort of take care of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, pretty early on, Duckworth brings them a letter from Donald, and they're like so excited, like oh my god, <laughs> like. It's like it's like it's their first drink of water after they've been stranded yeah. on an island, you know. Yeah. If this, if this wasn't a cute cartoon, like their story would be so sad. Yes. Just all right. the implications of loneliness and no <laughs> actual parents. Yeah, yeah. Continually getting pawned off from like foster parent, foster like uncle to uncle. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this was my first moment that I remembered uh, that we were like watching an old cartoon, yeah. uh, because we see Donald. And he's like talking about being in the Navy and he's like standing behind a jet engine that turns on and he just kind of gets roasted and he's fine. And I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. Cartoons mm-hmm. in the 80s didn't really they played it fast and loose with reality like all the time in a way we don't do anymore. Well, and actually you mentioned 80s, but to me, that was a really classic Disney moment. Oh, it is. It is. That I him just on mean, the like, boat. I felt so much like, wow, this felt like it could have been like a 40s Donald cartoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I super agree. This is a throwback even then. Yeah, and I, uh, I think that was really great. I, I mean, it was amazing how well they recaptured that, um, the spirit of those classic, like, Donald Duck cartoons. Uh, the writer of this, one of the writers of this episode, of this pilot episode, uh, was also the writer of the uh, Goofy movie screenplay. Uh, yeah. Oh, fucking that makes movie. sense. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah it, were, it was I a good a team. It was a really good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, good stuff. They yeah, got a little history uh, lesson. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of going back to the playing with time stuff. Uh, you know, they have uh, they have Donald on a on a what's it called a battleship? Yeah, uh, a, a jet carrier. Um, but then also the primary uh, weapon, a uh, uh, firearm, is blunderbusses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, that is true. Which is, I feel like, it's another just kind of thing that Disney does. Maybe cartoons from the era i'm not sure they're like guns are scary but like look at that cartoony end we can put on exactly (laughs) like i think it's a mixture of that but also just like they they don't ever quite set it in uh a time a a distinct time period it's 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 its own uh universe where blunderbusses are on the same level as yeah Jet jet engine fighters. And oh oh boy, does the uh, 2017 version set itself in 2017 or oh, further? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. which is a definite change. Uh, yeah. But I I totally agree, and I had it's something I actually hadn't picked up on. So thanks for mentioning that. I I didn't mm-hmm. really remember like like the 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 no time we're in. Yeah, yeah. which I I I do like. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get uh we get them getting adopted, getting a letter from Donald. Uh, but then we also, we cut to the Beagle Boys. So these boys, yeah. these these angry, angry jail boys, these Beagle Boys are just so terrible. And they're a recurring uh, villain on yeah. DuckTales. Oh, yeah. And they've and already, they've already been a thorn in Scrooge's side. Right. Because the first thing they say is how many times they've attempted to break into his money bin. Which is yeah. 299. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a lot. That's a lot that's of a failures. Lot. That's a lot to not be put away for life. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that was a question I, I, I want to hire them. You guys heard it, too. They call it his money bin. Yeah. Yes. It's a very odd choice of words. And they I keep using it. I would call it a vault. Yeah. yeah or bank I, or... I would assume whatever. when Scrooge was first invented in the comics and they called it money bin, it was like a much smaller 
thing, you know, like maybe, <laughs> maybe. a tiny little bin. Or even just they... like a Scottish thing. Yeah. Like it just <laughs> sounds good for Scottish people to say bin. Oh, it's just a money bin. It's my weak right. money it's bin. It's my money bin. Well, so we see them, they get a note, which I find very funny. They get an extremely blatant yeah. note, not, not hidden inside a cake, not anything. No. It's clear that no guard read the note that was delivered to them that is literally about escaping tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and like, they just hand it to them. It's fine. It's pre-9-11. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people could break out of jail and it was like funny. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I found that funny. But it's, a, it's from this mysterious figure named El Capitan. And nobody knows who he is at all. <laughs> and that doesn't change the whole episode. Nobody knows who El Capitan is. No. Um, he's new. He's a new player he's coming like in. He's that shifty-looking dog from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> As like yes, a big character. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's I believe, I didn't look this up. It sounds like Jim Cummings doing a... a yeah, I'm pretty like, sure that's... I think it is. I think it is him. Mexican accent. Jim it's, or uh, well, yeah, like a, it's Spanish. Spanish. It's like Castilian. It's Spanish. Like, I think so. Well, because so uh, just spoiler for the recap, um, his name is El Capitan because he's literally a conquistador. Oh, and okay. I'll, I'll go into my recap of that later. But okay. like he's literally from Spain from the Great. time of the conquistadors. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, he's time displaced. Oh, not. No, no. He's just still alive. Oh, OK. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and All I right. can talk about that more. But yeah, so he's, you know, kind of in, inexplicably vaguely racist mm-hmm. uh as a stereotype it's like only character trait at this point is, is that, that he's spanish. spanish yeah he's spanish and secretive <laughs> i'm gonna turn you into castanets oh, and and he wants as much gold as scrooge yeah that, oh, okay. that as well he's yeah just mm-hmm. as into gold but he just doesn't have any i i would just say that as soon as the beagle boys showed up i felt like the quality of the show dipped a lot <laughs> like i was on board it was like the writing was pretty poppy and clever and and just had some good Twists had some good, like the cheese callback, like have a breakfast, have a lunch of yeah. cheese, and like they were like, all right, yeah, this is some good, some good bits here. This is pretty good. Uh-huh. And then the the, you know, the Beagle Boys showed up, and I immediately felt like I was again watching, you know, a show for babies. Yeah, it, yeah. it fully dips into easy buffoonery. Well, mm-hmm. they're just they're tropes. They're like they're like trope yeah. incarnate, right? I mean, yeah. they're they're like Muggsy's, you know. Uh, henchmen like they're just professional henchmen without a guy to hench for uh (laughs) you know like that's just like their whole shtick um so just to save just to save ourselves a teeny little bit of effort i'm gonna i'm gonna just really quickly sum up the rest of the episode because not a ton happens um they uh the, the beagle boys and el capitan try and steal this pirate ship this like wooden pirate ship from uncle scrooge uh, and then bottle sized pirate ship. Yeah, like a bottle one. And the 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 boys know about it and they try and tell Uncle Scrooge, who just thinks they're lying about it. And then <laughs> they try and do it for reals. They get there, everything is thwarted. Scrooge is like, Oh, you weren't you weren't lying, and then everyone gets buried in chocolate and everything is good at the end. Mm-hmm. Um and then El Capitan is not caught and he says some very, very specific, like to be continued dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's that's the rest of the shape of this episode. Now, who's got specific stuff to talk about? Because there's a lot, little, a lot of little good things. I do. I do. I have, uh, first of all, a note that's after the jailbreak. There's a moment where Duckworth tells Scrooge, don't go soft, sir. <laughs> Which to me 
is telling because I, I wonder if Duck, Duckworth is a bad influence on Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Duckworth is kind of an X factor here. He's like the Alfred that's like, oh, you know, stay out. No need to call me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, maybe you should turn more inward, Master Bruce. <laughs> think about how sad you are about your parents more. I think like, more bats would be good for the case. <laughs> more, more bats. Yeah. So I don't know. I wonder if Duckworth is kind of like at least a not a positive influence in his life. Right. Right. And I wouldn't that's, be surprised. That's interesting. Uh, you I mean, also I like forgot the point that they notice uh, a saucy uh, advert for a a theater. A duck. Oh yeah. Like a duck porn theater. Oh. <laughs> it's like Lorange? it's like a cabaret. It's like a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it is. It's called Where the Boys are hiding out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a cute pun. Oh, yeah. A cute pun about eating ducks, which is not great when you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Literally saucy. Oh, Oh, I did did also forget a very important thing, which will play into uh, Patrick's summary for us later, uh, which is that he wanted the treasure ship because there's a map inside. Mm -hmm. And a map to to more treasure. An awkward map. An awkward map. Yeah, it's a terrible (laughs) idea. Oh, I'm a map. Um, <laughs> also, also, Don't read me. I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Cameras. Um, <laughs> Turn me uh, around. Right. <laughs> I want to go Patrick, home. Did you, did you want to say something, Patrick? <laughs> Just a little bit. No, what uh, do you want to say? Just as right before the Beagle Boys get introduced, uh, and this goes back to the scene where the boys get the note from Donald. And they're talking yeah. about how much they love him because he's taught them all that they know. Uh, and the three things that he's taught them is to play ball, to cross the street, and to <laughs> not talk to strangers, which I guess are <laughs> three fundamentals of being a boy. Sounds like a real lazy <laughs> uncle parenting. Up. Yeah. But that's also like, and then immediately after that, we see the, the Beagle Boys and not talking to strangers uh, becomes a big important thing that all the little kids say is important not to do throughout the rest of the f- first five episodes and probably beyond. Oh, which, okay. uh, I, I hear that the, when there's within strangers, the Disney PSA kind of thing. Yeah, I, I hear that when there are strangers behind you, it's considered a <laughs> da, 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 da danger. So uh, I, yeah, I've, heard that I've learned something tonight. Oh yeah. <clears throat> hey, I wanted to mention one thing really cool about this show. Um, it maybe isn't the first one to do it. I don't know, 87. The sort of like German expressionism to all of the architecture. All of the buildings are like angular and, oh, and yeah. kind of, and yeah. doors don't, doors aren't the right size. Uh, chimneys, chimneys just are crooked for no reason. <laughs> totally dig it. No, it's, it's a really cool art style. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, I the animation is incredible. I mean, it's the world, so the world has, has character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, it also stylistically, I felt a huge Tintin vibe. With oh, this yeah. Show. Okay. I feel mm-hmm. like a huge, uh, a huge inspiration from from Merge's Tintin, uh, which yeah, they're like, both I love, bold and adventure I'm comics. About it. Yeah, they're the the bold adventure, and I'm sure they were probably running, you know, pretty concurrently for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, Scrooge, whether, like we've said, Scrooge was introduced in comics. Uh, yeah. And as a nemesis, yes. to Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I had a similar note uh, thought that that you know you can actually see Ducktail sort of rippling through pop culture in a lot of weird ways. The, the thing I noticed was like uh, it's got a lot of similarities to the Bernie Mac show, or the oh. other way around. But 
You're gonna need to dive into <laughs> that. Yeah. For, for, okay. So, so Bernie Mac is is this sort of cantankerous, rich, uh, older guy who just kind of wants to be left alone with his money. When he gets angry, you can't really understand him. He gets left with his, <laughs> with his three nephews, or what? Two of them are girls, but he left with these three. Like that. That's that. Nep- yeah. He, he and his wife are yes. inherit inherit his uh, nephews and nieces. Uh, <laughs> The kids are the kids are just nothing but trouble. <laughs> That's a great connect. The Bernie Mac show is just a live action. Duck it's tale. just Ducktales. Yeah. <laughs> you heard Bernie it here Mac first, the, everybody. The Legend of the Mummy's Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Best Bernie Mac episode. I, I love that episode where Bernie Mac goes into space. It's really quality. <laughs> and there's a little blunderbuss nosed alien chasing after him. Oh man, right. classic. Um. Uh, I, I was just going to oh. say really quickly, the, the one uh, uh, thing that I, I, you know, that doesn't hold up with these cartoons is they do, they do a lot of telling, not showing, Yeah, yeah. you know, um, and, uh, and they, unlike what we'll talk about with the new episode, there's some easily uh, fixable situations. Like it's super provable that the, the Beagle Boys try and steal that, that ship. Um, and, and right. Scrooge just doesn't believe, uh, the nephews, but like one of the Beagle boys fully just crunches the pillar that the ship is on to disable the alarm, something oh, that yeah. none of the boys could have done. And then also the ship is missing. They, the, the boys don't have the ship anymore <laughs> and Scrooge never asked them where it is. He's just like, you guys were messing around in my bin and yeah, they're like, guys, oh, the, boys, money bin. the Beagle boys were there. And also, you know. Where are the security tapes? Like, just take a, a quick gander <laughs> at that, and yeah, well, I don't know. That that actually that that butts up against I think what is my my favorite sort of uh, weird moment in this entire episode, where they he's he's confronting them in his nighty with his blunderbuss, and he's saying like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> you're <laughs> such, you know, like no, you're you're nothing but trouble, and you're trying to do all sorts of whatever, and he like. They're like, no, Uncle Uncle Scrooge. No, it was fun. the Beagle Boys were here. We found a map. They say in the clear, we found a map, and immediately Scrooge goes, "Enough, shut up, go away, or whatever." And like, who hears we found a map and doesn't say, "No, wait a minute, go yeah, on." Right? That's true. That's <laughs> right. True. A free I'm, map. You didn't have to Don't don't touch my corners. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then also me up and put me in a bottle. I don't want to be here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, I think I I, that was just very confusing to me. Like usually you have someone talk over you and like we found a map. Oh, go to bed. But they say we found a map. No, I don't want. I don't want to listen to your thing about a map that sounds very intriguing. Yeah. I mean that's just yeah pure convenient writing. Yeah. So anyway, I, I liked I liked that a lot. Also, yeah. the incredibly wasteful way that this episode ends. Yeah, with so I have candy some factory. Yeah, there's like a weird set that. piece that they just yeah. travel to. Uh, so yeah, so the big finale is in one of Scrooge's chocolate candy factories. Yeah, candy um, in general. Whether it's like a Wonka reference or not, that he has a chocolate factory, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so yeah, so the the first part. Um, not the first part, but so so it ends with all of the bad guys getting coated in goo. They get chocolate coated goo. in chocolate goo. 
Mm-hmm. And then the boys get covered in butter, I guess. Yeah, clarified butter, some sort of yellow substance. Custard, maybe. Yeah. maybe. I, you know, I like my boys with butter. Yeah, yeah I don't know about um, But the, so one thing is the reporter asks him about his family. Oh, yeah. And he gets super, like, tripped up about it. Oh, yeah. And so we can definitely see that super defensive and, like, totally caught off guard. Uh, And so we can see that, like, Scrooge is real darkness in this case. If we're looking for the character and who this character is, is, you know, that other element is family. You know, it's very clearly Mm -hmm. that family is a huge sore thing for him. And I really liked that. And I really, like, it was very clear to see, like, where the nephews really sort of complete him. Yeah, and that moment with the reporter. So there are there. I'm sure there are more if you give it deeper thought than I was willing to expend. But I there are three things that are sort of repeated in this episode and in the new show, and and in one case from the comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his sort of like catchphrase he says in that uh, that interview. He says, you know, he got his money by being tougher than the toughies, smarter than the smarties. I made my money square. So made I my money square. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's from his very first appearance in the comic books. Mm. Uh, it is from this. It is in this show. And he says it again in the new show, um, you know, which is, you know, which is good. I mean, if you're going to have like a, a sort of one off catchphrase, it's not a bad one. Um, yeah. There's a scene in both episodes where they overhear Scrooge being rude about them. The kids mm-hmm. do. Yeah, I saw that. And then both episodes end with reporters. Um, yeah. So, you know, I liked I liked that that was all kind of wrapped up in there. And those are those are pretty memorable things from this episode that I, I thought were good choices for them to repeat. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do we uh, do we want to call that a lid on the OG DuckTales? Yeah, let's. let's. Sure. I, I was uh, a recap of just uh, a oh, really quick yes. of, the, of the four episodes that make yeah, up yeah, the yeah. movie. Um, so the second episode the map leads them to uh, an actual ship, um, but it's it's uh, it's all broken apart. The gold is coming through the hull and everything. So they patch it up with gold. Um, <laughs> they make a bunch of wooden planks out of gold and they patch up the ship really well. Uh, <laughs> and wow. they and they start going sailing uh, to get to um, this. Uh, they they're down in this fictitious country called Wrongway, uh, which is next to Paraguay. And uh, then uh, they're sailing and they just blast through these millennium old uh, rock formations. Uh, Like, you know, like that there was that news article a few years ago where like a a scout just like broke over uh, a rock formation. Yeah. In a national park. And yeah. And they got like in a lot of trouble. Um, And uh, they just screwed. Yes. They just do that in this in this episode, which I was like, geez. and then in the in the third episode, uh, you find out El Capitan's origins, which are because they find this kind of lost city. It's this El Dorado, uh, you know, analog. Okay. Um, and there's all these conquistadors that have come that that came to this area and start enslaving the the native people, essentially, uh, who are also gold obsessed, but in a more reverent way. The person who now, has the gold. When you uh, say native people, was this something done tastefully by the show? Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't done untastefully, but it's clearly dated. And are all they ducks? Of the, no, they're all dogs. Uh, okay. And they are all dumb. They are all not they're, smart. They're all very reverent about who currently has their special gold pieces. There's these. Uh, they have bones uh, in their noses. 
They do um not. Oh, no. I don't. Think I don't like so. that hesitation. I don't think. Well, I only because I couldn't remember. I okay. don't think any of them have gold in their noses, but they're all very simply dressed. Um, they have these gold pieces with uh, a sun imprint on them, which you see a, a giant one of those in um, the new episode in in uh, Scrooge's yeah. garage. They hide mm. behind it. Um, yep. And so that they have the small gold pieces of those, but then there's also the large ones in this uh, first TV movie. Um, and yeah, and so there's this conquistador that's uh, just been enslaving these people essentially. And the El Capitan was a part of his original crew um, and has mm. just been um, has just been hanging on to life because he wants his gold back and has been trying to get back to where, all the gold has been hidden. So he's like legit 400 years old. So it's like a Captain Barbosa kind of situation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and, but then the people get freed and, you know. Yeah, and yeah. they win. But it's, yeah, and so it's Ducks just win. kind of this vaguely not, um, certainly not, uh, you know, woke. It's not a woke cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much captures DuckTales in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. Like amazing writing, uh, great voice acting, great music, uh, and a little racist. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, just a little racist, <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. Uh, this is okay. pretty good, pretty good pilot. Hey Austin, yeah yeah, I uh, I saw our list of sponsors. Uh, I love that. I love that uh, that big tome we've got. You mm. know, yeah, full of big. full of all those exciting people who wanted to give us money, no questions asked. Um, it's so but exciting I, that such a new podcast such as yourselves. Yeah. Line up oh, so yeah, yeah. Sponsors. Yeah, and I know a ton about all of them. And we've got a sponsor in the house right now sitting on Aston's lap. Yeah, this, this sponsor is a clown ghost. And it's oh, on your yeah. lap. Uh-huh. I've been please, wondering about that. I've been sitting here <laughs> so long wondering about this fucking clown ghost. Yeah, so uh, the clown ghost on your lap. Which is all, that's all like capitalized, the clown ghost on your lap. Like those are all, like it's a proper, you know, like that's a thing. That's the name of the industry. It's made by the Elf on the Shelf people, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the clown ghost on your lap is from the makers of Elf on a Shelf. And so uh, what it does is that it just will show up one day in your house. Uh, you'll, you won't know like when it's going to show up. It's kind of like a blue apron, but you don't sign up for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, and so it'll be there, uh, and you'll basically just hear the sound of a honk every now and then, uh, and you'll turn around, and you'll just feel like a draft. Uh, and then it'll be, you'll because you turn around, and once you look back, you'll see faintly the face of a small, tiny uh, clown man uh, perched upon your thigh bone. Um, and so he's just there, and he waves at you, and he says, hey, let's play a game, let's, you know... Uh, fall into the pit of your own despair or something silly the clowns say um, <laughs> and so he'll just hang out and then you'll you, know, you can give him a little pinch on the cheek and then he uh, dissipates into smoke uh, and you don't know when he shows up again um, sometimes before right before you die uh, sometimes uh, you know when you're making love uh, to a significant other uh, he'll just be there and he'll be like hey how's it going uh, but so it's a really great sponsor uh, We he doesn't pay us in money just say that. Just little ghost tickles. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so you guys invited me to do this show, mm -hmm. and I'll just say you guys got got me a free clown ghost, but you didn't tell me that you got me a free clown ghost. No, so, we no, didn't no, want to give you a charm. clown ghost. Right. 
Oh, it well, just happened. I, well, he I got one, on like a virus. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I had no idea it was related to the show, but this guy has been murdering friends. Um, <laughs> he's been he's been uh, really a big part of my life for about the last two weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. And, that's about uh, the time we signed up. He's been really just harrowing my entire existence oh, okay. in, in a really prolific a great verb and, uh, and life-changing way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you can get your own uh, if you just uh, open a window and just uh, scream <laughs> your middle name six times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, backslash Saturday Morning Tuesdays. Okay, and now DuckTales the new. DuckTales, big DuckTales. Big new DuckTales. Yeah. Want to talk about new DuckTales? Yeah. Uh, I, got a, I got a blurb. I got a okay, summary. Blurb. Yeah, Let's hear it. So here's tell us your... Here's, uh, Andrew, yeah, I, tell us the blurb. It will. It will. Andrew. Andrew. Rory. I want to know what the summary of DuckTales is. Oh. Oh, okay. So this blurb was Can super long. The one that I... Happened? <laughs> <laughs> so the one that I found was super long, so I'm gonna uh, try and paraphrase. So, <clears throat> oh my god, just do the long uh, one. Just do the big long. Just do the longest summary. No, uh, I want to hear. Okay. okay. Donald Duck leaves his nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie with his estranged uncle Scrooge McDuck while he goes on a job interview. And, and then? then, with the help of Webby Vanderquack, the boys inadvertently release various ancient evils housed in the artifacts in Scrooge's collection. Uh, mm -hmm. that's a, that's basically part of the, the, the sort of first half of the episode. In the second half of the episode, they search for Atlantis and race against, uh, Glomgold and, uh, you know, they find it. There's my, there's my summary. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Wasn't it? Good. I liked it. Yeah, it was nice. Good summary. So, really uh, good job on that summary. Thanks, Rory. I liked that a lot. It's a little awkward. It was pretty good. Don't listen to me. Don't, don't put me back. <laughs> I have an awkward summary. Roll me up and put me in a corner. I don't know. <laughs> I was so long. Mom, uh, get out. <laughs> I'm talking uh, to Brad. <laughs> I'm I'm Brad. Um. So this is. This episode starts with a, a cold open. We don't get the theme until halfway through this two-parter. It's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it, it, I loved that though. I did too. Yeah, yeah. it's got to so, it's got to show us what we're going to get. Be by twenty minutes in for that episode theme. Yeah, I was primed. I was primed. Yeah, uh, I think it's a cool art style. Yeah, it's it was super really cool it was super jarring style. to me at first because I didn't look at any promos or anything, so I had no idea what I right. was going to be looking at. And at first I was like, what is this? But after about two minutes of getting acclimated to it, I just loved it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's I, on par for Disney XD shows at this yeah. moment. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some cost saving. You know, we just don't have the same, like, animation, yeah. you know, capabilities so, for television. For the listeners, it's a little angular. It's got a sort of uh, newspapery feel. You kind of mm -hmm. get the, the, the speckles for, for oh, yeah. shading. Super hand-drawn, yeah. comic book-style shading. Some of the yeah. backgrounds have, you can tell they've they've just sort of uh, laid over a texture, over a more simplistic uh, drawing. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. 
but it, you know, it all works and it's all very nice and it looks it well look very good. good together. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not constantly like, woohoo, they're cutting corners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it looks like, uh, like a comic strip and it, that's just even just a nice throwback to DuckTales originally being a, yeah. a comic strip in a comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Huey, Dewey and Louie have normal human voices or duck voices if you want to, but you know, they talk like yeah, normal they're... people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have any sort of trace of Donald, uh, but Donald oh. is still full on Donald. Yep. Yeah. He's the only duck that sounds like a duck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this time, he's got a smartphone. <laughs> he does have a smartphone. That is definitely, <laughs> you know, gonna gonna establish itself in the time that it is. That's obviously a very conscious choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- there's a few of those. They uh, they talk. They show the smartphone very obviously. Uh, Donald very blatantly uses a GPS in his car to get where they're going to Scrooge's yeah. place. He's on Tinder for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, swipe, swiping right for ducks and left for mm-hmm. dogs. He knows what he's into. He's trying to find that, that, that hot, uh, that hot lady daisy. from, from, uh, the Goofy movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maxine. Roxanne. Roxanne. Sorry. You idiot. Max you need to go watch the... that Goofy movie again. Uh, I was thinking of Max. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, Maxan is the ship name, I guess, right? <laughs> Although there is that that pretty when when uh, Donald is in the waiting room of for the that's job. Her. I think that's her. There's a pretty sexy dog I'm, lady sitting I'm, next to him. <laughs> Sorry, I just haven't heard that sentence out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you were reading my dream diary. <laughs> um, no, I definitely I think that that was definitely a nod to a goofy movie. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get up yeah. in there. But. Um, yeah, so Donald, Donald, uh, instead of joining the Navy in the in this one, he is on his way to a job interview. Just you know, because I guess he is unemployed or fun employed mm-hmm. because it's it's Mickey Mouse. So there's no there's no real problems there. Um, but Donald is on his way to a job interview, and the boys are trying to like get him out the door so that they can hotwire his houseboat and go to first reference Cape Suzette, which is where Tailspin <laughs> takes place. Oh, Ooh. they're on their way to Cape Suzette, which is a fun little nod to Tailspin. That is uh, a fun nod. Fine. In fact, the uh, I read a article with the director, um, Angone, Angones, something Angones or mm-hmm, something like that. I remember, yeah. um, but he, I mean, he's a huge fan of that era of Disney stuff, and he actually at one point wanted to put a power line poster in like Dewey's room or something. Uh, oh yeah. I would have uh, pooped. I would have just pooped. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was in Kyle's apartment while we were watching that the first time. I would have just pooped in Kyle's apartment. Yeah. So so they do want to sort of have it in the goof troop Don't look at universe. Me. In the goof the, the goof troop shared universe. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's not the only one, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, uh in this one in this one Donald has reason to be giving him up because he's he needs them to be somewhere else not making trouble for him while yeah. he goes to look super cool for a job interview and it's uh, only supposed to be for a couple hours initially exactly right right and a three hour tour and so they they introduced the idea that scrooge mcduck owes him a favor and the kids know who scrooge is because he's some famous rich eccentric adventurer but they yeah. don't know that he's their great uncle no and that's an interesting thing that they decided to do to give the kids more like 
reason to be like, whoa, Scrooge, because mm-hmm. we want to make Scrooge a sense really of cool. wonder. Yeah. And I, yeah. I laughed out loud at that moment, too, when they yeah. discover it and Dewey rolls on top of the car. and back <laughs> Yeah, it's car. really yeah. fun. I laugh out loud. Yeah. Um, voiced by Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jean-Ralphio from Parks yeah. and Rec. Yeah, how do we feel about the the cast? I I like the actors. I love all uh, the actors. I'm on I love board. them. It's yeah, kind I of, love them. It's kind of stunt it's, casting. It's no, yeah, it works. Of... But it but it works. You know, I mean, it's it like... is and it isn't because it's across the board mm-hmm. of the main characters of recognizable cool people. Well, right? and but and but Ben Schwartz has done Disney cartoons before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Moynihan, who voices Louie, he um, has done. Uh, voiceover work before as well. Uh, I don't know about Danny Pudi, but he fits in with them. Yeah, totally. Super well. Oh, yeah. Danny uh, Pudi is Huey. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but, then, but then Scrooge. Scrooge is yeah. David Tennant. Yeah. Uh, David Tennant. Kate McCucci. Kate McCucci. Yeah, Kate McCucci's great. She's uh, uh, Webigail. Webby. Beck, yeah. Beck Bennett. SNL's Beck Bennett as well. He is launch, as launch, Launchpad Pad. McQuack. The best name ever to be a name. Launchpad no, McQuack. So, in general, this show did a really good job not leaning on the original DuckTales for, um, I would say, introductions, uh, things you need to know. Yeah. Uh, they do They do kind of expect you. They, they leaned. They leaned for Launchpad. They never really introduce him. <laughs> no. Uh, or, or the idea of a person named Launchpad. Yeah. <laughs> but but you, do, you do, they do a really good job with all of this of just showing, not telling. Um, yeah. Of just of just letting the characters be, and you you figure out who Launchpad is right away. He's not a good pilot, clearly. He is a pilot. No. Uh, he is a He's pilot. A pilot. He I'm says a pilot. it many times. I'm a pilot. Uh, and uh, you know, but like he's, I mean, everybody in this Duckburg is down and out. Like it opens up on a seagull flying around, just a bunch of working class fishermen. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, Donald is unemployed. A launch pad wants to be a pilot, but is driving a limo. You know, like it yeah. is like this working class harbor town. Well, and that's a good point, too, about Donald and with Donald and Dewey versus the original. It's a much more strained relationship. It's, oh, yeah. It's a relationship that is dealing with economic struggle. Like it's, yeah. a, it's you know, a 2017 sort of like things are tougher. Yep. Uh, things are strained. People are tired, exhausted. You're out of a job. Um, you know, it's certainly a different dynamic before, which is like, oh boy, you're gonna join the navy. That's not yeah. my Donald Duck. I could probably <laughs> do a better one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Imagine yeah, that, but I said words. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. No, I I think that's I think that's really true and very and very cool. I mean, Donald and Scrooge have a. They've got a contentious relationship that has history, which is something that is not true. Donald appears to be an actual part of this show. Uh, like he'll stay yeah. around. Like yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think we'll so, see though. him. We'll see him more. It seems like I mean, at the end of this episode, he goes to live with Scrooge because his yeah. houseboat blows up, right? So like they're <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be living together. So whether or not it's for very long, we're gonna get more Donald. Yeah, and it, it you know, could it, be that he'll split off and do a B plot kind of thing. Uh huh. Uh. Or it's like uh, this episode, it's Donald and Scrooge, and they're doing something. And then the, the twin, you know, the triplets and, and Webby are off doing something else. And, you know, so it kind of gives them more configurations for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys remember in the cartoon when they introduce, is it is her name still Webby in the in the original? Yeah, I assume yeah, it is. So. Yeah, it's Webby. Wasn't she the their sister? Or was she also, was it no, also a sort still, of friend? 
She was still yeah, the she... housekeeper's. Uh, oh, yep. okay. Granddaughter. Okay. Granddaughter. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, Mrs. Beakley, we didn't mention, is mm-hmm. voiced by uh, Tox Olangudoy, however you say her actual last name. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yep. she's really cool. Um, she's really good. She's great. She's in like Castle and a few other like she she's oh, cool. mm-hmm. she's like a uh, she's Nigerian. She's a writer. She's I don't know. I, I have seen her name come up several times and been like, and she's oh, a yeah, beefcake. yeah, she's it's, a- it's clear that she is not the same character from the original cartoon. Yeah. Who yeah, correct. Shows up in the first five episodes as like a nanny, like a professional right. nanny, yeah. um, who who's got some spunk and pizzazz. But this one is clearly like an ex-mercenary. Yeah. Well, she's, <laughs> yeah. she's like, she's a mix. Like, so we don't have Duckworth anymore. Duckworth appears to be gone. Yeah. Now. Um, but Maybe he's we'll blended, which, but he seems to be split into Launchpad and Beakley. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Which yeah. makes more sense. I mean, he's, they're, they're more interesting anyway. Also, we don't Get have to question why a dog is named Duckworth. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so... All right. So plot wise, we move forward. Um, they they get dumped off with Scrooge and, uh, you know, that that sort of goes OK. Uh, but b- before that, actually, we see a scene of Scrooge sort of listening to maybe I guess it's his lawyer or accountant talking to him. And we get two more show references where he's talking about his various holdings in other towns. Mm-hmm. And he mentions Spoonerville, which is where Goof Troop takes place. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and he mentions St. Canard, which is the sort of uh, like Dark sister Duck? city across yeah. the bay of Duckburg, where Darkwing Duck takes place. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, a, this right. is a Gotham yeah. metropolis kind of relationship. Right, exactly. right. Bloodhaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so we get a couple references there, which I really appreciate. I love that. It gives me hope that maybe we're going to see Darkwing Duck in this Jared show. Your universe is so hot right now. Oh, it's so hot, and I want it. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, please, please. Um, I just want a reboot of Darkwing like, Duck. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Donald and Scrooge don't like each other. We get, we get a, a like some indications that that are then corroborated later that uh, they have a sordid history. And Donald falling used to be, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. Donald used to be his. Uh, little Psych. apprentice boy sidekick. Yeah, which is but a cool, no, a no cool more. touch. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Super we're cool. gonna, yeah, we'll definitely see more of that. Mm-hmm. There's some really good grist for the middle. And we part. also get a little, we get a little hint. I guess we, unless the hint is at the very end that we want to save. Oh, we can, we can save it. Yeah, let's save it for a second. But I'll let yeah. you talk right. about but it. But like, but like there. Webby's entrance when we get Webby, uh, the boys are trying to sneak out of there. <laughs> they get locked in the attic again, just like they did in the first, yep. in the yeah. original. Um, and they just. <laughs> They just break open the door with a with a with a with bunch a bag of marbles. marbles with a bag of marbles. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> marbles. And, uh, but then uh, Web Webby just full on kidnaps them. Oh yeah, um, she's got traps. That girl's got traps. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. She's like traps a, on traps. She's like a Jumanji kid who's like been forced to live in like <laughs> oh, yeah. the weird place for so long that she's just like, you know. Well, and she says into... she she says as much that her grandma has been preparing her for everything. Yeah, on yeah. the outside world, but doesn't let her go outside mm-hmm. um so yeah. she's yeah she's just this little caged animal who yeah she's got, she's got like a serial killer push pin string map thing about their whole family on the yeah. wall oh yeah did she, anybody else pause it and look at all of the bits on there oh yeah well no. and oh so i paused it originally because she eventually says the name hortense but uh i mm. saw that immediately because that's a clear reference to the comedy central show another period who the third sister is named Hortense and Kate McCucci is on that show. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and Hortense is 
the is like the sister that gets shit on by the other two sisters all the time. And it's just a, it's a, the, the picture of the duck, it looks like Hortense in the show. <laughs> like it's a clear, just total reference that you wouldn't get unless you happen to be a fan of another period. Oh, that's, that's a cool touch. Yeah. I like think that. it's also, I know there's also been extensive chronicling of the duck family tree yes. in the I comics for the last like 60 years. I want you to imagine the longest Wikipedia article that you've ever seen. <laughs> now yeah. double it. <laughs> and you have found the length of the article about the Donald Duck family. Yeah, it yeah, is. Seriously. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Horton's oh. there too, but it's a cool. Yeah. I, I like to imagine that they're both intentional. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really, I really like Webby. I am a big fan of her character. I love Kate Micucci's voice. Uh, I can't think of anything else but Sadie from Steven Universe when she talks, but mm -hmm. I just, I just love it. She's yeah. so much fun. Uh, I want to shift a little bit really quick. I want to talk about how. Scrooge is different in this show versus his original yeah. Scrooge. Because mm -hmm. um, there is a bit of a different take on Scrooge. Yeah, um, it's a little bit softer. Mm -hmm. We don't really see his miserliness in this. Uh -huh. He's a lot less of the Ebenezer Scrooge of the, like, in mm -hmm. the in the first one, he, like, actually yells at an employee, Cratchit style. Like, what are you doing? Like, no, you can't work late. Or, you know, that right. kind of, yeah. uh, that gets kind mad, of Bob mad at him for whistling while he's working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and we don't see that in this. In fact, we don't see Scrooge really talk to anybody other than Launchpad. And so and, Launchpad and is Mrs. his Beakley. driver. And Mrs. Beakley. Yeah. But, Who seems to know the real him. Right. He's a much more solitary Scrooge. Yeah. Also, he is an adventurer, not a businessman. So he started yeah. as an adventurer. There's a, and there's a moment. <laughs> there's a moment where. Sorry, what? Oh, I was just going to say they call him an adventure capitalist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, but yeah, I think that's an interesting choice. Uh, there's a question. An adventurer right? who is clearly not adventuring anymore. No, anymore. And his, his lawyers are talking become about. Become lonely, turned inward, solitary. Mm -hmm. yeah. His lawyers are cutting funding to the new tech to right. adventure gear. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't like care that. about business. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Dewey asks him, he says, you used to be a big deal. <laughs> or somebody, yeah, um, yeah right. Maybe it was Louis. Um, but and and to me, that's kind of the central question for his character, right? He's now. A, he's a real forester from Finding Forester. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he used to be a big deal. He's a real Finding Forester. Um, is that the Sean the movie with Sean Connery? Yeah, just making yeah. a Scottish Finding right Forester is like Ducktales as a live action movie. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a good point. It shares a kinship with the Bernie Mac show. <laughs> Um, the other thing that I think is really interesting about the difference between the Scrooges is, uh, just, I mean, as a, as an actor myself, oh uh, no, no, I just think that they're, <laughs> the, the delivery is interesting. Like the, the actual physical sounds that they make are different. I think that, uh, there is a, there's sort of a, a musicality to the old Scrooge and the way he has his sort of like more stereotypical Scottish brogue that he does. Yeah. And it's like mm -hmm. more of a brogue. Yeah, and and that's you know that's good, uh, you know I mean he could say something and end it on a on a pitch and like but like David Tennant is doing a much more sort of gruff one and it sort of ends down here you know like he he's more clipped he's quicker he's less sort of like fanciful whatever like he he's he's more of a real dude who gets shit done. Can we uh, can we get that YouTube uh, uh, 
what's uh, what, that YouTube guy who analyzes all of the accents and stuff of actors? Can we get him just to do a thirty-minute bit on on the two different Scrooges? Yeah, <laughs> if, it, if it's Highland versus Lowland, or you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, I want to uh, I want to actually know where the new Scrooge's accent comes from most, like you know, like specifically, and see like if yeah. that just has anything to. I bet it. I bet it has like they've thought about it. Yeah. And before we quickly move on, there is a joke. I think my favorite joke in the whole thing was a silent moment where they asked if, I think it was if Scrooge is really rich, and it's just a silent pan away through his gate to see a peacock. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it just cuts away like, yep. Yeah, Dan was like, oh, you still being a trillionaire? Or whatever. Yeah. Which is my, that is like, my best Donald Duck, by the way. Oh, that's <laughs> Yeah, like still, right, that's right, still a trillionaire? Yeah, it's just a silent pan over to a peacock flying by. Good. Uh, <laughs> just, my my favorite joke from this when a it was plus. when when uh, Scrooge finds out Donald's working for... Uh, Glomgold. Uh, yeah, and he's like, you're working for my, my worst enemy? It's like, oh, now I can't work for any of your worst enemies? Jack <laughs> 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 of all your worst enemies? That's because... <laughs> It had a it, it not only was like a funny bit, but it also kind of boiled in quite a lot of character. He does yeah. about both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to talk about the comedy in this show a little bit. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I, I had sort of a major a major thumb up and a major sort of complaint. Uh, the th- yeah, yeah. It is actually like legit funny, like this really funny. Oh yeah. Um, but I thought I had two major problems with it. Um, I think it. it ha- for one, they kind of baked a lot of the character out of it, if that makes sense. Like, it's funny, but it doesn't really s- tell you about the writers or or is uniquely DuckTales. You know, it, it felt like it it's was just funny. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was yeah. sort of a adult contemporary. contemporary. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, it just didn't have a voice. It had no voice to me. Um the other complaint I had was that they often kind of stacked a bad joke right on top of a good joke. Hmm. Um, that the sort of like kitty, the kind of like what would be sort of the kitty explanation, but it seemed like, I don't know. Uh, so for example, at the very, very beginning of the, of the show, um, they're, they're making him breakfast, right? Yeah. And the fact that they like just gave him a dead fish with an egg on it is funny. And then they, and then it sort of like wilts and sort of like wow wow. Uh, then when they mm-hmm. try to put his shirt in the washing machine, that's funny. I don't need a water jet to slip out and slap him, which was on its own a, a funny enough thing. But it that's what I'm talking about. Is that like yeah. you you took you took something that was funny without needing an ex without needing uh, yeah. Like like Big Daddy came in and said, "This is this humor is going to yeah. go over the kids' heads. Make, Make it a little it funnier for kids." It's yeah, also and- the first five minutes of the show, and I know that they, there's a lot of, you know, consideration to sort of like come out mm-hmm. extra swinging. Well, that's you know, my that's my breakdown of the comedy style in this thing. They do it every single, almost every single joke sort of gets a Disney hat on top of it. Interesting. I'll have to. Take a yeah. look at that. There, there are a few that don't. I think, like, I think my favorite joke was probably the, uh, the, uh, the headless man horse. Oh that was God. so good. Uh, yeah. And and but specifically, why well, that joke was funny, and they let it sit there by itself. But then uh, the headless man horse's conclusion is that clever. Uh, it was it's really super clever. clever. It's you know, Just it's a uh, Scrooge McDuck's uh, statue 
his, the head of his statue falls onto the headless man horse and the headless man horse stomps out a reply that we get in captions of mm-hmm. thank you i'm not a freak anymore <laughs> he goes, and he goes to really live funny, his life yeah. Yeah. with, with a, a scrooge mcduck statue head <laughs> as his head yeah yeah <laughs> you, you don't i i hope I hope that we just see him in future episodes, just in the background, just mm-hmm. living yeah. his life, reading yeah. a newspaper, other people staring at him or getting freaked out. And he's mm-hmm. just like, no, I'm just a cool guy living my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, when that happens, so they go into the garage, uh, which is revealed as the garage. Yeah, yeah. And, and they stumble into a bunch of their dibsing cool artifacts, ancient artifacts from his old travels. And they come across a bunch of ancient stuff. They accidentally let out a cursed sword uh, a pirate ghost mm-hmm. and the headless, headless man, man horse. horse, and so they're in a really clever revolution resolution. They're able to, you know, kind of solve all of them. Well, Scrooge, uh, and, yeah. he sort of comes Scrooge in, is able to care. come in. Scrooge comes in and takes care of business. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and then with that, uh, it rings the gong a third time, um, and summons oh, the, the evil dragon. Um, and then He's the like dragon, a dog comes, dragon. Yeah, and comes in. It's like and a goes traditional into the Chinese bin. dragon. Yeah. yeah. And then it like then they defeat the dragon in the bin and kind of a a ho hum, you know it's kind of a, a it's a bit of a letdown at least to me because I think yeah it, like the the real like clever ending they kind of wasted all the cleverness on the pirate ghost mm-hmm. and the horse yep. yeah. And then, the final dragon is kind of a pushover. It kind of is resolved really quickly. Super yeah, they just used the hitherto already introduced Medusa gauntlet and turned the whole thing to stone by uh, lowering Scrooge on a garden hose out of Launchpad's plane. And like, yeah. it's kind of fun. It's like a fun moment, yeah. but like, it's not. It's not in it in itself clever necessarily. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. And, so, and they yeah. they do squeeze in finally. Uh, they 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 waited to uh, squeeze in. Uh, Scrooge's ability to dive into his money, mm-hmm. which is a nice little touch there. Yeah, um, yeah. But overall, that whole sequence was really cool. Mm-hmm. But it was just so short, and that, just kind of it was like, oh, it's done. That and ends. Like, oh, though, that's too bad. That ends with my favorite joke, uh, which is that? as they uh, they're in they're in Launchpad's plane, right? And like yeah. they're all in the cargo <laughs> section. And uh, they're watching Scrooge take care of business down there at the at the money bin. And they're like, oh, man, oh, this is so great. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And they're having like this cute moment. And Launchpad goes, oh, well, family really, truly is the best, the greatest adventure. Oh, no, the ground. And he's <laughs> like got the plane pointed at the ground and he's almost crashing. But like the delivery is really fantastic. Yeah, okay. yeah it's, it's great. <laughs> I'd sort of forgotten about that because they use that clip in in like a preview for the show. Oh, yeah. That I had seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of it, like had laughed at that when it first mm-hmm. happened. And sure. so seeing it again was kind of like I kind of forgot that it happened. Well, but... some of us don't spoil ourselves. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we just, you know, <laughs> we just disconnect from the machine and uh, okay. live our lives. Yeah. You all know. right. Fine. Yeah. Right. Just, just load me up with all of your hatred. <laughs> uh, I can take scoop. it. Back, yep. back to the garage really quickly before we move maybe to the second half of the Yeah, episode. we should half. jump onto the um, Just That's also where you get all of these references to the old show. Cool. There's the pic, there's the, a shot of the robots from the original uh, uh, theme song. Um, there's, oh. They hide behind that giant Aztec coin, which mm-hmm. is from the original first five uh, episodes. Um, and there's a couple other just uh, clear references to the old show. Um, but it's kind of like the, I don't know, it, it kind of felt like they're, they're saying like the old show is kind of the myth 
of the of the old Scrooge McDuck. Like he's he's past his adventuring days right now at the beginning yeah. of this episode. Right. And he didn't and he's, have the and kids, he's getting but... back into it. But he had Donald. Right. But it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like saying, yeah, yeah a lot of these things this we've done already. before. Yeah. Still kind of happened, but not with the nephews. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, I like and, that. And in a paradoxical sort of way. If it already happened, you know, you'd think maybe he'd feel older, but this Scrooge actually feels younger and more spry than the old one ever did. Yeah. You know, he feels yeah. very lively. Yeah. Um, and he kind of gets that lively feeling back as they move on to their adventure in the second half of the episode, right after we get the Whoa. new theme. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we get a new theme. It's great. Uh, but it's this exact same theme, right? I mean, like, yeah. it's this, it's a redone version of the original. Yeah, with, it's, a, it's a, with a lady song, singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, yeah, I think is, you know, give it a little, give a little uh, zhuzh, a little different. A, a little overproduced for yeah. my taste. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I but, still love the original. Better. And the yeah, visuals, I, I, the visuals aren't as interesting as the original in a, in a way, like, like just conceptually what we're watching. I kind of missed the literal aspect of that old one where everything. That as it, visually, it's much more dynamic, but you're right. It doesn't yeah. tell you as much about what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And on, on the dynamics there, I was going to say it really like that's where you really get the feeling of this is these stories are coming out of a comic book like yeah the, mm -hmm. it's clearly that the style like they it looks like they're jumping through pages yeah they stuff. go through panel to panel yeah, it's panel really to panel, cool page to page uh yeah. it's a cool idea mm -hmm. uh, musically uh i was just this sorry just really quick note musically mm -hmm. i find it interesting uh the original was sort of more of a uh bouncy funky swung sort of thing like boom mm -hmm. boom you, boom it had boom, horns too. It's like yeah. a hurricane and it emphasized one like three and uh two and four but the, this new one is extremely four on the floor like it's like life is like a hurricane and there's yeah. no like offbeat stuff there's no like mm -hmm. none of that it's really a lot more like uh i mean it's flatter i mean, I mean that's, that's kind of more like a disco style or an edm yeah. style right i mean huh. like it's interesting but like you know tonally they keep the same old stuff so i i I actually enjoy it significantly less the music. Yeah. 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 But. I was going to say, it's kind of like, you know, as I made the Abbey Road reference before, the old one is the Beatles come together and the new version is Aerosmith's come together. They're still both <laughs> great songs, but like there's clearly one that you're, you're going to appreciate In a preferred a lot format. More. Like yeah. one was changed just, just cause how do you change something that's perfect? Is exactly. Correct. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? It's, yeah. So it's totally passable because it's a fucking rockin' song. But yeah. it's like, you know, the yeah. old one's yeah. clearly the, the yeah. better one. So in this episode, do you have a summary or? Uh, I don't, but okay. I could I could improvise one. It's very easy. Right uh, we, we, we find out that Donald Duck has actually gone to work for Flintheart, Glo Flintheart Glomgold, the most hard the most name to say in the universe. <laughs> uh, Flintheart Glomgold is his actual uh, employer, and they're going to Atlantis, and then the rest of them are going to Atlantis. They all go to Atlantis. They find Atlantis. They kind of have some uh, uh, clashes while they're there. Donald finds out that the kids are adventuring and is like, ah, my memories. And then they have like a real family moment. They succeed, and uh, they come home, and they upstage Glomgold in front of a bunch of reporters with a huge diamond that solves the Duckburg energy crisis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very and nice. That is my summary of this part of the episode. Yeah, I'd say a big thing that was left out of that is that wow. Donald okay, himself is working for Glomgold. Uh, I said that. Oh, did you? All right. Yeah. Well, you Mr. Left it out. You left it out in my heart. Um, <laughs> in your Flint heart. He's he's working, and so he goes along with them, and so they kind of run this concurrent thing. Yeah. Uh, 
where he also tries also to... there's like several mercenaries that Glomgold hires. Yes. Yeah, he a wonderful mercenaries. A couple <laughs> of Russian a Russian husky dog wolves. Hack and slash uh, Smashnikov. <laughs> <laughs> and some kind of owl woman. Yeah. Uh Svelte Assassin Gabby McStabberson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Warrior monk priestess Gabby McStabberson, which one is <laughs> really great to get some gender equality on the mm-hmm. henchmen. Yeah. Uh it's really nice to see. And she has and a then, funny moment yeah, later. And then, uh, yeah, and then, she does. Uh, Donald, who went in uh, uh, applying to be an accountant. Or a sailor. Right? No, he, he no, applied yeah. to oh, be an accountant. A but, That's right. uh, and this goes back to the first episode, he has a classic Donald freakout, mm-hmm. which is a really good bit with the it's stapler. With the stapler yeah. uh, and he ends up stapling himself to the wall. Uh, all of the jobs get parsed out to other people, but Glomgold hires him anyway to be a sailor, which is what he was trying to right. not be uh, and, to begin with. Yeah, and of course we find out that that Donald has been hired because of his familial relations, uh, because he knows Which that he's the Scrooge. nephew of yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Uh, so he's keeping him there as sort of a hostage. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, Donald, it's not a real job. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. So Glomgold, Glomgold is from the old show. He's this sort of bigger, comical, even more Scottish than Scrooge McDuck, Scottish rich yeah, duck. Yeah, I love like, that that's his goal, is to be more Scottish than Scrooge. More Scottish, <laughs> more rich. More I'm even wearing a kilt. Yeah, I th- that's a great character touch. That's a funny bit. Yeah, so Glomgold is great. Uh, a little, a little goofy. Like he was a little goofy for my taste on this episode. Sure. Which yeah. I think you know it, when deciding, like, so maybe they'll keep. Is it Morgana? Is that the name of the the one with long hair from the original? The woman? Yeah, it's like Morgan. Morgan. Le- Morgan Le- Mor- yeah. There's like a Le Morgan Lefay vibe from her, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Morgan. Le- anyway, if they bring her back, we'll see. Um, uh, but they definitely cut out the Beagle Boys. As oh of, wow! Yeah, it's as it's magic to dispel. Um, but all my point is like. This is a character who you just have to embrace as silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, because he, he really is the a foil to Scrooge. And, you know, like. A feel. He's just like a, a second Scrooge, like a, an angrier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I mean. Just, yeah. He, but he, he delights in, in murder and torture. Like, yeah. uh, Donald you, makes these excuses to keep his boys alive by torturing them later and stuff. And, and he's yeah. just like, oh, perfect. That's exa- I love this kind of stuff. Yeah. Says yeah. Glomgold. Yeah, so that's happening, and then meanwhile the kids are sort of fighting for attention and recognition. Yeah, Scrooge doesn't even know their their names. He he right. he yeah. is like a viewer of the old show and cannot tell the boys apart. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and they're fighting for their own identities, which right. is cool and a nice little reminder of what they're doing right. Yeah. Um, and Dewey sort of, kind of because of that, yeah. Dewey kind of gets the center stage in this episode, and um, even a little bit in the first part of the episode because he's yeah. the one who overhears Scrooge talking about them being annoying. Exactly. Right. And so, like, Dewey's got a kind of a chip on his shoulder the entire two-parter, uh, which is good because I like Ben Schwartz and I like Dewey a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so they they are uh, they're in like a, a super cutesy little submarine on their way to go find the lost city of Atlantis. And uh, they get in some hijinks. It's pretty funny. Uh, but w- my favorite running thing here is that Webby is too nervous to call home and tell uh, her grandma what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically like she's disappeared off the face of the earth. And they're like, dude, you've got to call her and lie. Lying lying is the way to go. <laughs> That's what's right. That's what's to do. You do right now. You lie. Well, and it's, it's not just them. It's specifically Louie. Mm-hmm. Um, Dewey's yeah. right. having Dewey's tr- having this, you know, uh, this pairing off with Scrooge trying to get recognized, and yeah. then Louis paired off with uh, with Webby because they recognize that Louis is the to get evil. Her to lie. 
Yeah, Louis, yeah. yeah, Louis the evil one. Yeah, they yeah, like yeah, because totally, Webby, yeah. Webby asks them who the evil one is, and both Dewey and Huey say Louis, and Louis goes me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I like that a lot. Um, but they end up, they finally, Webby finally does end up calling a couple times, and is just the worst. She's just like the worst liar, and she has this mm-hmm. whole moment where she's like. Oh, yep. The only the only person here is Uncle Hampus, and he only speaks <laughs> Swedish, so we don't want to be rude. So goodbye. Yeah. And, and Launchpad shows up. And Launchpad does some Swedish. Launch is full of snake venom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's all covered in snakes. And he gets on the phone and does Swedish. Like he he does a, a clutch little cover story. Mm-hmm. Um it's great. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh so they, so, you know, yeah. there's booby traps. There's some good moments. What do you guys have that you want to talk about? Yeah. So they got to Atlantis. They finally get there after, you know, lying about the the map and taking a dangerous shortcut. It's uh, upside down. Yeah. They So the cool thing is that Atlantis is upside down. Uh, yeah. They get in, they read a like series of hieroglyphics, like some pictograms that essentially say like we goofed up <laughs> in the pictogram, which I thought yeah. was a really funny touch that they included like their yeah. own like yeah and they and the atlanteans hung it upside down yeah yeah <laughs> or <laughs> after yeah. after their their entire island sunk into the ocean and flipped upside down yeah <laughs> oh i yeah. love it like it literally turned the adventure on its head yeah oh all right I'll allow <laughs> it. I'll might allow have it. been you yeah. know might have been uh, intentional Perhaps. But then, yeah. then like a really nice sequence of uh, Donald uh, protecting his his nephews. Um, oh, because Dewey is just being a little shit. Dewey's like totally this... being a little shit. But at oh. first, I mean, he even protects Launchpad. He he he, you know, he accidentally in quotes falls onto the the owl priest warrior warrior lady, and she misses killing Launchpad. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then he's right directly below Dewey, who's who's trying to pull uh, Ocean's 12 laser dodging and hits every single laser mm-hmm. yeah. on the <laughs> but, way over. But, yeah. but Donald is down way below where the lasers yeah. are coming out, like full-on throwing himself on the problem and yeah. just just barely on the these lasers not hit his nephew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to say, you know, when Donald does physical shtick, you know, I mean, it's a thing that, that lasts you know, that has lasted is timeless, for, timeless, you know, yeah. that Donald Duck doing physical shtick when done well. And here it's done well, you know, is good. Yeah. It's just a good it's good to see a, a that 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 humor done yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Huh? Dewey, Dewey does a real like Jean Ralphio kind of Dewey song as he crosses and like mm-hmm. is doing Dewey, the dance. Dewey, like, Dewey, Dewey, Dewey. Dewey. How does he do it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's real cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the sort of the sort of climax is they're they're looking for this big jewel, and they you know they have a a, a family come together moment, and they all sort of solve this puzzle at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Scrooge, oh. gets, you can tell Scrooge is just getting a big old puzzle boner. Yeah. What an insightful uh, death trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glomgold gets what he thinks is the Atlantis jewel, and runs off and betrays all the people he just hired. Mm-hmm. Um to let everybody drown. And that's when they figure out that the real Atlantean jewel is still there. It's because it was upside down. It's yeah. It's upside down. <laughs> yeah. I think every through line in this episode ended up connecting really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's well plotted. I think, uh, you know, it had some, some good clever twists there. Yeah. Now, Rory, <laughs> would you, Oh, Yo. sorry. I was just going to say, Rory, would you like to tell us about the fun 
new nugget of information that is dropped at the end because you wanted to bring it up earlier. Yeah. Oh, that uh, that uh, we have learned that in this show, characters are not just aunts and uncles uh, and nephews and nieces, but actual they have a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they and she she was an adventurer of some of some notoriety. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a picture we see was, earlier. Yeah, they peel back yeah. the old of, painting. Of Scrooge and Donald in, uh, adventuring, fighting against the pirate that we saw as a ghost. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. then, and then Dewey folds up the corner of the of the painting, and it's... Mom. Mom? Mom? Yeah, who I assume, unless they change the names, will be uh, Donald's sister, Della Duck. Um, yeah, probably. Because, you know, so like a brother and sister... Uh, team of sidekicks working mm-hmm. for Scrooge back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like as Wiley a nice... Kid, Wiley Cat. Yeah. Or Zan and Jaina. Um, so that that was a fun little bit. It, it's sort of like, ooh, sneaky little myth arc showing up at the end. And yeah, I, yeah. I liked it. It made me want to watch more. I mean, everything made me want to watch more. I was, I, I was really enjoying myself. Yeah, I really liked it. I think definitely there are times when it felt a little too 2017, like it was trying a little mm-hmm. too hard to be hip and kind of have an attitude. Um, mm-hmm. and, but Sonic. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, sort of in a Sonic the Hedgehog way, but like, uh, but I, I, I can't help, but you know, I was going to love it before it came out. Like I, I just, the trailer, when they announced the voice cast, I was like, yes, so on mm-hmm. board. Uh, so I was gonna like it no matter what, but I I really am excited to see where it goes. But like also they they didn't really apologize for not spending equal times with the characters yet. Like clearly Dewey is the one that's really hurting uh, for attention from uh, Scrooge, mm-hmm. and and we get a nice little uh, pairing of Webby and and Louie. Uh, but we don't get much from Huey. Not we much get, from Huey. We, yet. we get Correct. some of his yeah. his uh, you know he's got the love of of road trips and organizing. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is he's and he's supposedly shanties. the the leader of the three of the or you know, that's his original uh, role in the in the first right. was to be the leader of the three, and he's that in theory here, but we don't see a lot of him, and the other two really subvert him. Well, so, yeah, I mean, but there's also the promise. The one. Yeah, he's the red one out of the blue and green, which in a very Alvin Simon Theodore way or, makes or him the, Power the leader. Rangers. Or yeah. Power Rangers, he's right. the leader. Well, but he we, had his uh, he had his uh, little like Duck Scout manual. Yeah, yeah, yeah the he junior had the woodchucks. woodchucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the woodchuck thing has been referenced in like every single yes. Ducktales thing yeah. since like the thirties. <laughs> so, yeah. but but my point was that even though he's the leader. They actually didn't focus. They focus on him the least. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he will be the leader. Um, right. Uh, or but but they also because they clearly kind of set up. Uh, they didn't give the the trio equal focus. Um, that sets it up that they can spend individual time with each of these kids down the line. Oh yeah, and we can learn more about Huey later. Yeah, and they didn't and he... apologize for that. They didn't try and shove in some random stuff. Uh, it might just like, by necessity, he might need to just be a little normal or, or the three of them will just go off on, you know, just straight down the straight to straight down the Mad rabbit cat. hole every single time they're <laughs> unattended. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm excited for potentially just getting an episode about Webby. Right. I mean, yeah, like, they've, yeah, they've, yeah, made, yeah. they've made me like all these characters a lot. Like I want I want an episode about Mrs. Beakley's background. I want. Yeah. One yeah. more Beakley. 
I mean, I I feel like they're both good. They're both good shows. Um, I'm excited for this yeah. new one. Yeah, they're different. Uh, the new one wasn't trying to just like completely hit every single note of the original show. Because, uh, you know, they were aware that the original show was, you know, it's kind of a boys club. And, yeah. you yeah. know, it's a little racist. And uh, <laughs> at, at times. times. And, you know. Um, Not overtly. Just no, in no, the way that they tried to write. Naive just in people. the way the 80s They tried were. to write adventure, yeah, exactly. adventure places and then therefore didn't give the people of those places that do. No, <laughs> no not really. And so, uh, you know, I think would you recommend there was, would you recommend the old the old DuckTales? I still would. Yeah. yeah. I, I, would. I, I, enjoyed it. I I don't I know that I'd recommend watched, it for a full watch. I wouldn't have watched the first five episodes and I watched them back to back. I wouldn't have done that if if it if I was if extremely true. bored. Yeah. Hmm. And no, it so it cut me. I don't think I'm gonna go back and re rewatch the whole series. There's four seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but it's, it's fun to but watch. It's definitely, I definitely helped it's my enough. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, I know. I guess looking at like it certainly got crazy later seasons. They brought in like 20 new characters, mm-hmm. uh, like the, all the like the inventor and the, the inventor. Yeah, no well, he's in the he's yeah. Gizmo's in the original theme song. Does he not show up early? I don't remember. I, I just like they bring in like a ton of characters, you know, the yeah, the, yeah, like the Magicka Dispel and all. Like looking at the huge Mob Mob lineup, yeah, Mob up. Eagle. Uh, I mean, at the same time, though, you can't do a four season show and not have some more characters. No, yeah, True. for sure, for sure. It's just like I forgot how much actually, yeah, built. Sure, you know, like how big that that sort of family grew, and it grew so big that it, you know, part of it spin off. You know, we got Launchpad leaving to do Darkwing, and mm-hmm. yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm excited for potentially a whole new. Uh, you know, Disney goof yeah. troop, DuckTales cinematic yeah. universe. And uh, I, I, actually, I honestly think I'm going to keep watching this show. Yeah, Absolutely. I would. I'm, it's uh, good. Yeah. It's good. I mean, yeah. after after uh, experiencing, as I know we most most have, I don't know if you've watched it, Patrick, but Gravity Falls. Uh, after experiencing Gravity Falls, I was like, oh, Disney XD, what are you doing? This is very yeah, exciting. And, Rebels, and then Rebels is Rebels, kicking ass right now. Rebels is kicking Rebels ass. Is uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil is pretty awesome. Like they've good. got some, they've got some really decent shows in their lineup. On top of the weird Marvel animated stuff that they probably legally have to do because someone up yeah, there is like Star Wars. But like yeah. Star Wars and Marvel content on their shit is yeah. like it's not as good as the stuff that they're making. I mean, they've revitalized the Mickey Mouse thing just for me in this right now. Yeah, like I'm excited yeah, I'm for more of that content. Back that canon, I'm like you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, we're Googling the, the Donald Duck family tree, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, do that. Find that article. It is fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. You know, it's only 70 years of canon, <laughs> <laughs> if not more. But, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Patrick. Yo. Thank you for coming on and talking about DuckTales with us. It's awesome hey, to have you here. Thanks for making me your boss. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah. Your CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's please a thread that we contained. Again. Uh, if thread. I do, I'll rehire you immediately. Okay, that's, that's you good. Don't have to good. Up. That's yeah. that's really great. You're, you're I, I look forward to working for you in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. yeah, thanks for having me come on and talk. It was a blast. Yeah, and so uh, you know, for the future, uh, be sure to uh, rate us on iTunes. Uh, be sure to check out. We've got a Facebook. We've got a Twitter. Got a got website. Insta. We got all the places <laughs> you go. Both Insta oh, the and Gram. You'll go. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> we, got we got both? Yeah, yeah, we got both. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, so, we resume uh, our normal schedule on Tuesday with another special episode, you know, <laughs> to be determined. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really yeah. exciting, and you should Don't totally Don't tell them watch. how the sausage is made, Andrew. <laughs> you know what? I just love sausage, okay? Yeah, I just want to watch people make sausage. I just want to watch <laughs> those little bones get gnarled up <laughs> the powder. Just get mashed. I want to see that. I want to see the snout become food right in front of my eyes. <laughs> those beady little eyes. Yeah, so... Uh, like Rory said, be sure to like us and, and rate us on iTunes. Uh, oh, stop! Stop leave a review. Really it really stop helps. Prostrating like sure the feet subscribe. of our listeners. Yeah, and uh, send and us mail. Send us your send us fan mail uh, or yes. question mail. Whatever kind of mail you like to send, do, send. Do it. you ship either of us with the other? Like, do you think like a Rory Austin relationship do. would be really great? I think that would be fun. I think that you should tell me if you do. He doesn't respond to my texts. <laughs> Uh, don't text me. I'm awkward. I'm an awkward map. Oh, that's DuckTales, everybody. That's DuckTales. Woohoo!